Welcome to Nameless Debate Radio, where radioactivity is contagious. What? How do you feel about a little intellectual competition? All right. Uh, so what are we going to do? Race tortoises? Uh, debate in sync. No, no. Debate? We have another debater lined up for him. Oh, cool. What are we going to be debating about? Something cool? Something important? Uh, we, we haven't decided yet. Uh, feel free to ah. your your suggestion now. Well, you know, the thing is, is that I've actually foregone all of my uh, uh, fruitless intellectual endeavors so that I can pursue business. Ah, okay. You guys can uh, debate economics, then. That'd be interesting. Mm, not necessarily, no. Economics was my first love. However, I've, I've not accrued very much information on it beyond what I already know. Yeah. No, so let's say... I know about as much as any other novice. I know I like the free market. I know that libertarian ideas are generally nice. And I know some statistics to back that up. That's about it. Uh, we, we, we appear to share a position. Yeah, I mean, I, of course, I don't. Uh, I would much rather prefer to. That's why I like I like um, ideas and the, the proofs that we use to support those ideas really about what someone as an individual is is capable of grasping rather than what we project and then, I don't know, that's the same thing I suppose. Well, oh. and if not economics, what's our subject for tonight? I don't know. You know what? Let's say what will be really fun is if uh, I could defend the Bible. That would be nice. Okay, that'd be a good one. Can I get a challenger for that? I know a guy who's an actual, he's a knighted Catholic. Oh, that's interesting. There's not a whole lot of those. Yeah, I know. Uh, he's also gay and has married two traps. There's even less of those. Yeah, a, a gay knighted Catholic who is, who is in the military. And that is quite the small category. Yeah, I, 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 I love the guy. I call him daddy. Uh, only because, you know, he's married, so I'm allowed to do that. Until he's not married, and I'll call him Poppy. I see. <laughs> if you can't find another challenger, I'll take it up. Well, we have to find the challenge first. Of course, I'm happy to be made a fool of. I don't think there's anything particularly shameful about that. No, I mean, I'm happy to hear you try to defend the uh, Bible. Oh, wonderful. I will be uh, opening up my Bible on Adobe and uh, 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 bullshitting as I go. Let's, let's see what we can do. I feel, I feel like you should pick someone else, though. Fine, if, that, fine. if you're going to be bullshitting, I don't think you should argue with me. Well, when I say bullshit, I don't necessarily mean bullshit. I mean I'm going to be uh, fabricating arguments. Do you believe? Do you believe what you're saying? I won't say anything that I don't believe. You won't say anything, as in, like you're not going to say anything that you don't believe could be true, or you're not going to say anything that you don't believe is the case. I'm not going to say that I don't believe. If I believe, oh, let's say all my uh, statements. That was fast. <laughs> <laughs> All of my statements will be said as they are. So if I believe that something can be true, I'll present it as such. And if I believe something, if I believe something is uh, affirmatively true, then I'll present it as such. 
Okay, so you so you articulate the way that you're like presenting it. Yes. Okay. Um, all right. So the Bible says that God exists. Uh-huh. Is that like how do you, how do you justify that exactly? Well, I don't really believe that the justification of something that is has to be justified. Uh, let's say um, one of the issues that I have with uh, uh, people who believe that, and I'm let's say. I, I, my, my style of debate is, or not even debate, my style of discussion is rant-like. So I, if this annoys you, then I'll stop immediately. Um, however, let's say, have any of you ever made the statement or ever met somebody who said they like dogs more than people? They think that, uh, you know, they're upset that so many dogs are dying, so many cats are dying. I've heard people say similar things, yeah. Yeah. I've, I've met people who said they wanted to be... Um, doctors and i ask them about real doctors and they go wait what because they never even considered that um so anyway the reason i say that is because there's a strange disconnect between uh the uh the materialistic way people think about things to where if you if you look at a dog and a a human uh physically there is no real difference between organic creatures besides the 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 functions where and by we use to live most efficiently and so there, if you completely ignore any spiritual aspect, there. I mean, there is no contra- there, there, there is no contradiction between uh, between putting your dog's life over your neighbor's. Do, do you know what DNA is? I do know what DNA is. So then, there are differences between the life forms. We agree. Well, no, yes, I, I didn't say there are no differences between the life forms. I said the differences between the life forms that I said there is no difference between organic life forms that uh, besides that which helps us live most efficiently. Which would be, which would be the rough draft of all uh, Darwinian, um, or not, evolutionary, uh, evolutionary, evolutionary biology uh, theory, however you're supposed to say it. The theory of evolutionary biology, how do you say that? Anyway, continuing on to my main point. Is there is no intern there is no um, moral contradiction that uh, a human's life is now is is worth uh, any any more than any other life. So just quickly though, I'd just like to note that uh, this is the first instance, right? You're talking about a moral contradiction, but before you forgot the word moral, which is where my contention came from. Right? You're talking about, and I realized this as I was listening. Right? You're talking about like the moral um, evaluation of the law. Okay. You didn't use the word moral when you initially put the proposition forward. I did not. Yeah, okay. So just saying that, like, you didn't quite clarify it in the way you said you were going to, but I appreciate the effort. Um, Continue. Well, I do apologize. I've been sick for quite a while. No, that's all good. I just wanted to clarify, you know, because it's the sort of thing that um, people kind of forget about if you don't bring it up at the time. And I've got into too many conversations where I'll get like half an hour to 40 minutes in and then the per- I'll tell the person what they told me at the beginning and they'll say, I just didn't say that. And it's like, well, first of all, like I'm recording. Second of all, I happen to remember exactly. <laughs> I wouldn't have objected right, otherwise. Well, if, if we are recording, let's get back to the main crux of the argument. Mm hmm. And I'll say the reason, the, the way that I happened to cross God is because I, um, I first fell into the, I don't know if anyone has ever fallen into this, but it's very common from what I've discovered. Um, when I was a 
anger, I found these anti-feminist YouTube videos, which I found very entertaining. Uh, that led me anti into what, sorry? the anti-feminist videos on YouTube. The, fem the feminist rec videos. That led me into Milo Yiannopoulos. Milo Yiannopoulos introduced me to uh, introduced me to Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro introduced me to libertarian economics, libertarian economics, uh, and also philosophy. And then through some of that philosophy, I got introduced to um, Judeo-Christian values. And I found that I agreed with those values, but I didn't agree with the authority behind those values. And so I said, I might as well believe in God. Perfectly honest. Because I found it silly that I would, I found it, uh, yeah, I believed in the, um, the, value of, the value of a text, but not the authority behind that text. Doesn't that seem like kind of like, I don't know how to say this without being rude. Isn't that kind of backwards? Yes, that's the backwards way. That, that's, that, that's the opposite of how most people come about it. Most people. That's the uh, opposite of how you're supposed to reason, though. Yes, well, it's actually, if you, um, if you listen to some of Dennis Prager, uh, not even his work, if you listen to one of his interviews, uh, you'll find that that's actually been a strategy he's been using to convert people. I don't understand how it would work, though. That's a very interesting, uh, well, it's... To understand how it would work, you have to understand the um, the characteristics that would take one to that would that would cause one to fall into theological thought in the first place. And so, the first thing you have to do is um, you have to believe that an individual can suspend disbelief. Um, and that's why I say I, I say this to a lot of atheists, and they say, "Well, are you saying that I can't believe? Are you saying that I can't completely understand uh, Christianity if I'm not a Christian?" And I, I usually always, I always say, no, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, is that a part of the, a part of being a Christian is having faith, and so you can't have faith without faith. And then, okay, they, so, so my point, are you aware? My, my point is, is that you have to have the, the presupposed capacity for faith in all in, in in all beliefs that you're willing to take seriously. I'm sure that I'm sure that. Um, if you were to if you were to uh, look at a communist text with full faith that it was correct, you would look at it in a different way, even if even if the information was the same. Look, um, your argument's a bit confusing, to be honest. <clears throat> Sounds like you're saying it is better for you to th actually think it's true. Say again. It sounds like you're saying it's better for you to actually think it's true. No, that's not what I was trying to say. What I was trying to say is that you have to, you have to have the capacity to fool yourself. You have to be able to act. What do you mean the capacity to fool yourself? Well, let's say, do you know actors? Do you know what actors do, right? How they engross themselves in whatever they're doing, but they, they for the most part, know that they're not Johnny. They, they, for the most part, know that they're not, you know, Jack Sparrow. I mean, probably, yeah. If you are trying to... If you're trying to understand how a person, how, uh, or how uh, a group of people, or how, um, or how to interpret something, then the best way to interpret it is how it was written and interpreted. Hmm. Not necessarily. Why do you say that? Well, because you don't know how it was intended to be interpreted, that's why.
any any uh, middle school student can tell you that that when they are given a piece of text and told to decipher what the author intended by the characteristics they describe in the environment, that to some degree you're making it up. You're having a guess. You don't know. You can't know. That information is unavailable. You have to make inferences, and the inferences could well be completely wrong. That is true. However, that's dependent on the individual's capacity to decipher. No, but here's what I'm saying. I'm saying, like, because, like, humans have been trying to decipher the Bible for years, it's not like we have a consensus, man. People very strongly disagree about the matter. I'll tell you that if you're speaking, if you're speaking to people who are in respected theologic circles, the only things that they really disagree with are are uh, that of, of contentious and no, not contentious. Which in the Bible, what, sorry, in the Bible are very important. I don't know what you said. You cut out. I said if you're if you're uh, if you I'm not if you follow people who are respected in, in theological circles, mm -hmm. you'll find that they only dis they only disagree on semantical differences. Which in I the don't Bible, think you know what semantic differences are. If you would say that, as some let's say. Semantical and text and speech. No, no, no. What, what, what is a semantic difference? A semantic difference is, uh, let's see here. Hmm. I've always used it as uh, a meaning of. I've always used it as uh, the way a way of speech or text that was different. In, uh, different in no. It's the same. No, you should look it up. Okay. Let's see here. The meaning of a word, a phrase, sentence, or text. Mm -hmm. All right. So <clears throat> what does semantics refer to then? The branch of linguistics and logic concerning with, concerning with meaning. There mm -hmm. are numbers of branches and, and sub-branches of semantics, including formal syntax. Okay, so let me, let me put it to you this way. <clears throat> like you said, um, people in theological circles only disagree on a semantic level. Yes. You know, yes, but the thing is, that means that they're disagreeing about what the words mean. That is like a big disagreement. They don't agree about the ideas, man, because they think the words mean different things. That's what denominations are. Okay. So like a semantic difference is actually quite significant because it results in completely different conclusions. If you take something which is meant as a metaphor, literally, you do not get the correct interpretation. In some sense, you can't. I don't mean to... Uh, isn't that exactly what I said? No, but I'm saying, how do you know which are meant to be meant... Like, which are meant to be taken as metaphors? How do you know? How does anybody know? <clears throat> Let's say, assuming that the Bible is correct, if you behave onto correct the... Correct how? Assuming... Morally. Assuming the assuming the Bible in some form of interpretation can be uh, can be said to be uh, is shown to be not is shown. Okay, wait. Can assuming, I please try to rephrase what you're saying? I prefer, you saying, I prefer to get it first. I think I know where you're gonna go with it though. Are you saying um, is like was it an is or an if? It's to do with whether the Bible contains something that's true, something that uh like. You could even say something that directly describes truth, right? You can continue on that, yeah, I suppose. Yep, so I'm saying, I do think that, 
But my question is, how do you tell what bits are like, how do you tell what the truth is, right? Because it's the thing is, in my opinion, the Bible and all other religious texts are mythological texts and they contain in them truth. But figuring out what the truth is is quite hard. So, look, for example, one of the things is they contain moral lessons. And the reason people often like scoff at that is that they think that morality refers to telling you what things are right and wrong. But that's not what morality is about, not the way that it was presented to begin with. It was about teaching you how to make the correct decisions for yourself, right? So morality is not a lesson on what's wrong or what a lesson on what's right. Morality is uh, in the, like, what, what would you say? In the theological context, morality is instantiated within a universe where the way to act is is like conceptualized as service to the ultimate being because it relates because there is some truth to for instance the idea that you're connected to everything else and you must be connected to the thing that's uh like absolutely true but like when i say that there's truth to that it's not true in the sense that the bible literally presents it and so for instance there are things said about uh the ground of being in religious texts that are anthropomorphizations because humans tell stories about themselves fundamentally and like when we conceptualize quote-unquote god the amount of un unnecessary baggage that we attach to it because we're human and we can't help but imagine him as if he was human is ridiculous and so what well, i'm saying yes is like, i believe i believe that's a problem but i've i know how do you get around it i well you don't you simply so no, but here's the thing: is maybe you can use the, use the. No, I'm saying you don't get a, you don't deal with it. You just, I, I, no, but, no, but maybe you can actually solve it. I prefer it's already been solved. I prefer it the, hasn't been solved. Okay, then what is what was Aristotle's idea of God? How did it, how did Aristotle envision God? You're talking about the first uh, the, the formal uh, cause. Yes. Yeah, I think the formal cause is accurate, but the formal cause is the correct language. God is not an appropriate label. You're not supposed to use a label in the first place. No, I don't accept that. According to, according to the Bible, you're not supposed to. Yeah, I think that's wrong. Well, the reason it says that is because if you continue to if you continue to speak. No, of I it, understand. I understand. But the thing is, maybe we can speak of it. Huh. Maybe it's not God. Maybe we can speak of it. Maybe it has a better name, and maybe you and I could have a productive discussion about it, where we both know what we're talking about, even though we have no way to touch it or perceive it. Uh, okay. That's, Do you think we can reason about abstract objects? I don't believe that. No, I don't. Well, you yeah, don't think we can yeah, reason I about do, abstract objects? I don't. I, God isn't an abstract object. Says who? That's your. That's your subjective opinion, though. No, right? according like, to according no, listen, to the, listen. According to the, I understand. I understand. But just let's just take a step back and think about this, right? I would you're have saying, appreciate, I would you're have saying God can't, listen, you're saying God can't be evaluated, right? I would have appreciated being able to have completed that sentence. Okay, I'm sorry. Are you or are you not saying God can't be evaluated? Yes. You are, okay. So isn't that an evaluation of God? No. How, how so? You just made a statement about him, which you're telling me is true. If it's true, you must have got to the conclusion somehow. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so the getting to the conclusion is called an evaluation of the thing that you conclude about. I was given that conclusion because I read the book. 
No, but like you evaluated the words in the book to come to the conclusion. Yes, because I was given the capacity so, to I was given I the capacity to understand it as it was meant to be understood. No, but the point that I'm making to you is that you did you did come to a conclusion about it, right? So are you saying that the are you saying that because I recognize something is beyond recognition, I've had to have I'd had to have imposed my own standards? No, no, no. Saying I'm saying recognizing something being beyond recognition is a contradictory proposition. And obviously, listen to the words. Okay, I'll say it slowly. Recognizing the unrecognizable, yeah, that cannot be done. How so? Because if it is what you say it is, then the statement cannot be said. That's, and that's, I just only, said that's, that's only if you're saying recognizing a physical object or you recognizing a physical object. No, I'm saying any proposition about it is recognition that it is there. All right, let's say, let me give you a question. It is, I'm telling you, that's a fact. What happens when an immovable object is an unstoppable you can't, object? You can't relate those two things conceptually. No, no, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not trying to, I'm not trying to relate those two things. You're I'm, saying what happens when... And then you put them in the same sentence, yes or no? No. Continue, please. Okay. Just so, continue yeah, no, I'm wrong. sorry. No, no, I'm sorry. Continue yourself. I would like for you to answer the question. No, but I didn't hear the question. You said, what happens when what? an immovable object's something? It's a, it's a very old question. You should know it. Yeah, can you just tell me it, please? What happens when an, when an, immovable, an immovable object meets an unstoppable force? Do you know what the word meets, like, refers to? What happened so I was, I was, wait a minute. I was dead on actually with what I said. I don't know why you said no. What does the word meets refer to? Do you enlighten if me? If I meet you, what happens? What are we doing? What's meeting mean? You're in my presence. I've acknowledged you. So we share space, correct or incorrect? Say again. Do we or do we not share the same environment or space? Yes, that would be correct. Yes. Okay. So when you say what happens when an immovable object meets you cannot then say an unstoppable force that actually that concept is logically unavailable to you because you already defined something which is in contradiction to it as existent okay when okay. you say when you say i have an immovable object you are saying as well i cannot have an unstoppable force And so if that statement were to by chance be false. No, but I'm saying like by definition, what you're saying in the first statement, when you say I have an immovable object, a direct logical implication that's necessary from that is that an unstoppable force isn't possible in the same space. It cannot be defined. If you were to put that question into a computer program where it has the no computer would tell you that it doesn't make sense. No, that's not what a computer Yes, would. it would. It would say it violates the law of non-contradiction. If you were to, no, no, not, uh, allow me to finish the prompt. If you, and actually this is a, um, I'm learning more about you from this, this prompt than the actual, Good. I was trying to get across, but if you were trying to, let's say, if you put that into a computer, one that was given the command to execute, uh, what it would do is it would say the immovable object did not move. The unstoppable object did not move. In order to not contradict one, hey, wait a minute, and one went through the other. Okay, so but the, did you check? Like you did that on a computer? Did you? Yes. No, I, no, is, you didn't. No, you, you can, didn't. You can, you can no. look this up. 
No, that's not true. You're making it you up. Can, I happen to know. I study the subject. The fact that something can happen on a computer doesn't mean that that's the correct option. I'm saying if you have programmed the calculation correctly, because you can program a calculator wrong, um, believe it or not. I'm aware. If you've told it how to make decisions properly, I'm telling you what it will say to you is this, okay? Things that are internally contradictory with regards to a simple holistic evaluation are automatically false because they violate the law of non-contradiction before you start to analyze it. If I say, for instance, okay, a an infinite finitude, that cannot exist. It doesn't make sense. Like literally, it does not make sense. Those words aren't allowed to go together. Why not? They contradict. How so? They violate the law of non-contradiction. They're not permitted to be grouped like that. It's like literally, that's how we define nonsense. The how laws of logic define sense. How would, you describe, violate, hmm? how would you describe an infinite finitude? What do you mean? I would say it's an endless set. That's generally what we were talking about. Infinite, an infinite finitude. Yeah, well, so like that's what an infinite number is. Number means and then, and then, infinite. And then, yes, how would you, how would you describe the... How would you I'm describe saying that doesn't exist. It's a misnomer. We got the name wrong. I'm There's a thing in there is a thing in mathematics that's close it, to that. I'm not saying it doesn't exist. I'm asking no, how. I am. I am. I'm saying that label refers to something in mathematics which it doesn't appropriately correspond to. There's a better name for the thing in mathematics, and that label actually is nonsense. If you were to take the label literally, and you were to suspend your disbelief, try to find the uh, find the abstract. I have suspended my disbelief. What I do is I go, okay, so I assume that it could be true, right? So what I'm going to do is I'm going to assume that it's true, and if I get into a pattern of contradiction, it isn't true. That's how logic works. Hmm. Do you know what I believe an infinite finitude is? What's that? I believe an infinite finitude is anything observed by anything that is not infinite. Um, I don't think that that actually makes any sense. But I can see where you're coming from. Hey, I'll give you, since um, you know you like the God argument, I'll give you a really nice one that I've heard. Like, it's not particularly compelling in my opinion, but it's, it's a beautiful argument. Um, it goes like this. Um, I, th I think it's Jewish, to be honest. Hmm. Um, so well, you know it's God, gonna be God is infinite, right? Okay. Well, most people agree. That's where the word infinity actually came from. I've got to check on something. Can you give me two seconds? Yeah, no worries, dude. Is everybody else gone? Are you ready to tag in, Stacy? Oof! No, no, God. Okay, I'm back. My grandmother is bedridden, and old people have this this habit of not saying when they need help, so I had to go make sure she wasn't dying. Fair cool. I mean, they might just not be able to say. No, no, my grandmother would. She would be up at night, uh, 2 a.m., needed to be changed, and instead of saying, I need to be changed, she would just snap her finger. I mean, to be fair. Until someone woke up. Be a, bit, be a bit humiliating, though. Yeah, I mean, okay, let's say something simpler. Uh, she has spasms.
Uh, instead of saying, I, instead of saying, I ha- I'm, I'm about to have a muscle spasm and may choke on my food, she'll say, uh, hey, can someone turn the TV? <laughs> what? Yeah. Why? Because old people have a problem saying things. I don't know what it is. Especially timid people. Well, timid people have a problem saying th- things. It's pretty it's a, it's, it's It's both a problem with the elderly and timid people. Anyway, what's this argument you were going to give me? Um, you'll have to remind me. <laughs> uh, it was quite a beautiful argument. and I don't find it that's quite right. that's compelling. Right. Ah, that's an interesting mimic. Um, okay, so... Most people agree God God is infinite. Um, that's actually where the word infinity came from. Um, so, like, that's a proposition not many people disagree with. I've never even heard anyone say maybe before. Like, most people agree God is infinite. Um, so that's the premise. The premise is God is infinite. And then the question is, um, what does the infinite lack? Do you know what the answer is? That is the only real argument I could think for that is this is a silly question to ask. I, my, my first no, 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 no. I said it was my, beautiful. Right? I know my, my, my first thought is that if I am presented with something infinite as a thing that is not infinite, I don't have the, I don't have the capacity to. No, but I feel like you're, the answer is embedded in what you just said. Think about what you just said. Well, and think about well, let's, just, let's, just, let's just say, what is an ant lack? You know, no, 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 but no, 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 it's not like that. It's not like that, okay? You used the terms that are relevant in your answer. Try to think about it. The question was, if God is infinite, then what does the infinite lack? Are you going to say uh, finitude? Correct. And what are we? We are finite. Exactly, and here we are. I don't necessarily find that very compelling i find that to be very graceful because it takes <laughs> something disgusting it, to takes, me. it takes something that you take to be self-evident right that you are a finite creature you were just talking about it quite a bit you know what i mean and it says okay so like god the whole point of god is that he's beyond I feel your like you can, i feel like you can only take that answer seriously if you if you kind of ignore half of what you know about God for the duration. No, I don't agree. As long as you assume that God is infinite and that what you know of him is always limited because you are finite, right? As long as that's your first thing when you're conceptualizing, you're thinking to yourself, okay, I know these things about God, but I have to remember God is much greater than anything I know about him. So I shouldn't think that I do know about him. I should be humble about it, right? Does that not mean that God is both the, uh, the, uh, well, let's say I was going. I was going to go really metaphysical there, but I wouldn't. I, yeah, I do it. Metaphysics I is my subject, man. I shouldn't. I can tell. Don't do it. Don't do it. Do it. Do it, bro. I can, I, don't I, do uh, it. Stacy, I'll fucking. I'll put you in jail, bitch. I personally. Uh, you do that. You do that one more time. I'm leaving the server. My, my I dude. personally I'm have a real problem with that. Oh yeah. I have a real problem. Threaten our man with a good time. <laughs> hey, okay, now listen. Um, the reason I say that that's a, the reason I say that's a, that's a, uh, um, the inference I believe that you've taken from that is silly is because God is everything that is God is everything that is infinite and finite. No, but I'm saying like God, as in 
the way that we distinguish God from what all the things we know is that he transcends everything we know. He transcends us. He definitely transcends what we know about him, right? Like, that's the whole point. Well, God can't be distinguished. God is the most profound thing. That's the idea. God, the thing, God can't be distinguished. No, but that's, that, well, that's what I said. God can, is the most can, profound thing. We can only distinguish God from, we can only distinguish God from uh, what he is to what he does. Because what does profound mean? I have no idea. I don't know the dictionary definition. I believe I'd use it properly if you ask me. All right. So what it means is either very great or intense, or um, in a philosophical sense, it means having or showing great knowledge or insight, or as a literary sense, it means the deepest part of something. Hmm. My asshole is quite profound. So would not would you not say then that God is the most profound thing by that definition? Give me the definition again. Very great or intense. I, I'm sure you'd assent that God is the most great and intense thing. Having or showing great knowledge or insight. Again, if you think he's omniscient, you definitely agree to that. Um, then it says demanding deep. Oh, there's another one now that I expanded it. Demanding deep study or thought. You probably would agree with that. Uh, very deep and the deepest part of something. I would find all but one of those definitions incorrect. Really? Yes. Can you tell me why? Uh, let's say he, you cannot have the deepest part of an infinite thing. Um, I don't think he's using the word infinite properly, but the point that I'm making is that this universe is not infinite and God is the deepest part of everything that we have ever known, but we don't know God directly. We know God only through the instantiation that we exist in. And that is very, very limited compared to God himself, right? Like to suppose that God is limited to our universe is very hubristic, I would think. I believe you might have cut out. Oh, really? Um, okay. I can hear you now. Maybe it was the last word you said hubristic? Yeah, hubristic. Okay, that was the last thing you said. All right, you didn't cut out. You just, your, the end of your word ended abruptly. <coughs> Sorry. Maybe it's an inflection difference because we're from different countries. Ah, uh, maybe. Where are you from? I'm, I'm from Australia. Australia. You know what? I was just speaking to my Australian friend for like four hours. He's asleep now. Fair enough. His name is. Where Thomas. are you from? I'm from America. Yeah. Instincts like start you with people at 2 a.m. Uh, so you won't catch them asleep. Yeah. He, uh, he, said, uh, he said that, um, uh, he said, oh, I'm pretty close to town. So I asked him, how close is that? And he says, two hours. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I live in, in like one of the capital cities. Uh, he, said, he says, uh, he says uh, being 20 minutes from town is too close. No way, dude. That's ridiculous. Yeah, I think that... So, sounds like a country boy. Does he have good internet? Probably not. Uh, he didn't used to. His internet's even worse now. Dude, I've got MBN. Well, I mean, you Australians and your shitty internet, what can we do? Anyway. Well, uh, yeah, that's definitely true, but I, like the point of MBN is that it's the best internet in the country, even though it's fucking terrible, like overall, compared to other countries. Which is ridiculous, because the only reason that we're a first world country is because of our tech sector. Hmm. And because you have a bunch of Asians and New Zealanders going to your country for no reason. How are the New Zealanders adding a lot of value? Internet here in the U.S. was also <laughs> pretty Asians, but the New Zealanders. Internet in the U.S. Internet in <laughs> no, dude, Asians are a very competitive culture, man. Yeah, no, Internet Asians, in the rural U.S. Asians come is... over and they fucking shit on Aussies who don't really care that much about school. 
Yeah. In the rural U.S. is awful, which is kind of ironic considering we invented the concept. Yeah, you know, we know another interesting thing that U.S. invented was the telephone line. We actually, uh, the telephone line was invented by the, I believe it was uh, either invented or bought by the military or by the U.S. government. They kept 20 years. You mean the telegraph? No, not telegram. The actual tele... What? No, the what? telephone. Alexander no, Graham Bell. No, 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 no. The telephone, <laughs> the telephone had been made before this. But actual... Um, well, te telegraphs came before telephones, though, right? No, I didn't say telephone. I said tele. I said the telephone line. Or well, it, maybe I don't. I don't know. I don't know specifically what. It, I know it was the. It was. It wasn't the phone, but it was. It was the invention before the phone. Can Can I just ask what's the central point in like argument that each of you have made? Because I'm like yeah, so fucking lost. That'd be the telegraph. It telegraph. Okay. I, I, I'll okay, say like, the telegraph. I was I'll, just I'll, wondering if he meant the telegraph because telegraphs I'll, the way I'll, we developed the technology. I'll say that I'll say the telegraph, but I can't confirm it for certain. But the the U.S. government, I'll, I'll say telegraph once again. I know I'm sure, but U.S. government actually had possession of the telegraph or the uh, the telegraph for 20 years. They saw no commercial success, and then uh, they were about to scrap it and say it was a useless idea. They sold it to a company. I believe it was like Bell South, whatever AT and T was before this. And uh, it it reached uh, a million consumers in a year. Interesting. So we would have we would have had the phone twenty years in advance, if not for the fact that the government is inefficient in business. Is taxation theft? I mean, by definition, but the stand, but it's by definition, but the standards are different. I don't really. If you, it meets the criteria of theft, but I don't know if it's in the spirit of theft. You think is taxation theft? No, taxation is not theft. Can you, no. give me a, can you give me a reason as to why not? If you, say, well, because... if, you say something, if you say something about the social contract, I'll blow myself out Kurt Cobain style and survive. Yeah, it's just like there's this there's a bunch of infrastructure around the place that like as a child and as an adult I benefit from tacitly. And um like there are like a bunch of services that my government gives me, um, that I don't have to pay for directly. That instead come so out let's of say, let's say that the let's adults. Say that, let's listen, say listen, that you... listen, listen, I'm not done, I'm not done. So right. There's all these benefits that I get when I'm not a working member of society, when I'm not earning my own money, right? Like I get, like, look, for instance, I, we have Medicare in my country, so taxes pay for me to see the doctor whenever I need to. All the, Whenever I need to, without having to pay for anything, I get to see the doctor, I get to see a psychologist 10 times a year, right? So my taxes are going towards, like, the roads, the schools, the healthcare system, right? There's lots of stuff going on that I'm benefiting from before I even pay taxes and I'm like repaying a debt to my country when I start to pay them. You know, I used to be so libertarian that I didn't drive on roads. I just floated above them on rage alone. <laughs> uh, no, but actually let's say, how, where do I, where do I tackle this first? What was the, the first one you said? The doctor? Um, yeah, uh, we have, we have universal healthcare. Yeah. I go to the doctor whenever I need to. So, I'm not certain about the. I'm not certain about Australia's universal health care. I know I I I know enough about uh, Britain's good shit, man. England's universal health care to make me want to. It's good shit. You can ask me questions about it if you like. Well, I'll I'll tell you what I know about what happened with my father at least. Um, so mm -hmm. my 
my, my mother's friend, my mother had a friend from Switzerland. She married a guy from England and he had cancer. Uh, he'd gone to the doctor every year, but they didn't tell him he had cancer until it was terminal. Mm -hmm. um, the same thing happened to my father. Uh, and then later on, after he died, I spoke to a radiologist and I told them his symptoms after he came back from radiation therapy. And the radiologist goes, oh, that's strange. Um, the radiation therapy he's supposed to undergo is supposed to, uh, is supposed to numb and not, you know, exacerbated. And I go, oh, that's very interesting. Um, let's say, long story short, he found out he had cancer. Um, and then uh, a few months of them, uh, a few months of whatever treatment they were giving him, he was dead within two months, I think. And then my, obviously I said my, before, my, my, my mother's associates that the same thing happened to her husband. Um, I, I don't believe it's, I don't believe it's a matter of coincidence that the, the, the habits shown by the, uh, the healthcare system in England uh, veered towards eugenics. That is such a strange Euth thing to hear you say. Euthanasia. Like, come on, let's, yeah, okay. Let's attack it from a different angle because we are not going to agree about that. Well, okay, well, what about if I say the, uh, uh, the two children who were put to death because they didn't want to allow them to leave the country? I don't know exactly what you're talking about. Well, that's a, there's probably a purposeful reason you haven't been informed. I don't, that's so ridiculous to me. Really? Yeah, I'm not a very conspiratorial thinker, my dude. Well, it's, it's, it's not a conspiratorial thing at all. The, uh, it is. You're saying there's like, there is an agenda that involves why I haven't received that information. That's as conspiratorial as you can get. Have you received the information? I haven't looked for it. I don't inform myself about the happenings in the I world. Never, I, never, I never had to look for it. Anyway. That's not the point. It's not the fault of other people that I haven't informed myself about the happenings of the world. It's like if I say like... For instance, something's reported on all over the world. Let's say there's a, like, a huge mass shooting, bigger than any before in the United States, right? And everybody knows about it. And like, uh, you ask me if I know about it, and I say no. And then you go, hmm, there must be a reason that the information hasn't been given to you. It's like, I feel like you're jumping to a conclusion very quickly. Well, I mean, let's say Canada has uh, adjusting, for, uh, adjusting for population, more, ma uh, more, gun shoot more mass shootings than America does. However, that's not reported. So? That's, I mean, I don't understand what the relevance of that is. The relevance is, is because there's always going to be, no matter what country you're speaking about, a public, uh, not a public, an, 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 intentional, uh, an intentional campaign to deafen, uh, 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 let's say, ugly. How old are you, man? I'm almost 19. It just sounds a bit paranoid. Like, I definitely agree that when countries go wrong, that happens. But most first world countries are very free. And the every amount of first, propaganda, every first, every the first amount of propaganda is relatively limited, honestly. There has been no such thing as a first world country that hasn't released a substantial. As a substantial are, we, uh, in sync, are we saying that only a little poison is acceptable? Yeah, dude. Uh, hasn't what? There is no such thing as a first world country that doesn't release propaganda every year. I'd never said that there was. I said that the first world countries seem to do a better job of not posting if propaganda. I were to, if I were to present you with every bit of propaganda, you would you let's say, hey, you probably would say, oh, that seems because that would be something that comports. Dude, I, I guarantee you that authoritarian regimes will like hold. They will take the cake for the amount of propaganda total. 
I don't believe that's incorrect. What I do believe is that an authoritarian regime has to have has to release propaganda before it has the authority to be authoritarian. I don't care. The point that I'm making is that propaganda is something that arises from people having shallow opinions about subjects about which they're not properly informed. You're never going propaganda. to get around that. Like propaganda people are going to No, listen, listen. For instance, when you know Jordan Peterson, right? I'm aware of him. Yeah. When um, women interview him online, right, the way that they interview him is propagandistic. They try to portray him a certain way, right? Do you agree with that? Uh, I have never seen any online. I don't, you haven't? I've, oh, I've, you should look it up. It's pretty crazy, man. I've, they I've, like, specific, I've specifically chosen to stop following him. I got the, it's I, extremely dishonest stuff. I watched uh, I watched all of his series when they first came out, besides the Bible series, because I was intent on reading that myself. And then um, I saw that uh, I saw his I saw his demeanor change, and I was like, ah, well, he's not. His demeanor changed to what? I don't know. Uh, his his behavior changed, and I didn't I didn't like his it. His what? Sorry. His behavior changed. He was coming close to contradicting himself, so I stopped following him. Can you could you explain? Hey, Stacy, turn off your mic. No, not really. I just noticed some. I noticed. I, mean, some, I noticed something. Cha- I noticed something changing. Tell me I said, what you noticed. I can't tell you in particular. Why, why I can't you tell me? I intentionally didn't delve into it. So you like basically like didn't look maybe, too closely. <laughs> no. Well, let's say I let's say because I feel like that's a consequence of what I'm talking about. You're like I didn't really look into it. But I saw his demeanor change. Well, if you didn't look into it, you're probably getting your information from second or third sources, correct? No, I didn't. I didn't get. No, so I didn't. What did you observe? I observed his style of speech change, his body language. To what? Could you give me an example? I cannot from tell you. From what to what? Hello. I don't understand. I just don't understand. Like, I hold the position personally that if you claim to know something or you claim to have like uh, information which supports your conclusion, you should be able to explain it to me. You should be able to explain it to other people. If you that can't, is a that is a logical conclusion. However, yeah, and if you can't, maybe you don't know it. Right? Like that's possible. Can you decipher the? Let's say, can you describe specifically how your face changed from uh, from? Uh, your developmental stage to adulthood. How what? Sorry. Can you describe how your face changed from childhood to adulthood? If I studied like um, what do you call it? Uh, anatomy and physiology, I could absolutely. My girlfriend probably could. She's a registered nurse. Can you tell me how your girlfriend's body language changes before, during, and after? Oh. Um. It doesn't really like she's like why would, there's no uh, there is no prompt for her body language to change because she's relaxed normally when we're together and so she wouldn't suddenly have a reaction to the thing. So you're saying that you notice absolutely no uh, change. I'm saying that there's no change when she explains something to me between her body language when she's not explaining something to me. No. I was asking. Like, I was asking. You notice no body language uh, when she is anticipating coitus. What? How has that got anything to do with it? Do you or no, do? No, of course, of course, I notice body language. Then can you describe you the body, you describe the body language to me? Yeah, for sure. Like, um, <laughs> for instance, she starts to touch her hair a bit more. 
she'll start to touch her hair a bit more. Like she will uh, sit with like a, a, what would you call it? Like she'll sit in a way that makes her body reflect the idea that she's open, right? When people are closed off to things, they tend to sit, for instance, with their arms and legs closed, crossed, um, you know, they have certain facial expressions. Um, when someone's interested in having sex with you, they generally make a lot more eye contact. Often they say something, you know, like there's lots of stuff. Okay. Why do you think you're able to decipher that much information? Because I pay attention. So you're saying that had you not, you're saying that if you were watching this, or let's say if you'd only, if you'd only seen your girlfriend or herself when sat online, you'd be able to decipher this information very easily. What? If you were to have observed this online once, once, you would have been I'd able. Be, I'd, be, I'd definitely be. Yeah, like most of the things that I just said to you are like universal signals of sexual interest. So, for instance, like when you're like talking to a girl at a bar and like she laughs at your joke and then touches your arm, that is not female dependent. That's like intersubjectively agreed to be a signal that she's interested so in. So what's the universe, what's the universal, uh, what's the universal, uh, signifier of someone's demeanor changing? I, um, what do you mean? There's no, there is no universal signifier of it. They, they have a way that they are acting, speaking, sitting, stuff like that, right? That's their demeanor. If it changes, it has changed. I don't even understand your question. The point. How do you determine it's changed? Because you're watching, you're paying attention. Like you happen to notice changes. That's how you're programmed. Aye, aye. The point I was trying to make is that despite the fact that you notice things, that doesn't mean that you always notice what you notice. Uh, so? I don't understand the relevance of that remark. Do you agree or disagree? I agree. Does that not directly contradict the statement that if I do notice a change, I should be able to, I should be able to uh, substantiate what that change was? Why don't you explain to me how the contradiction comes about? It is, okay, let's say, do you believe that it is a positive claim, universally, that if I notice something, I should be able to substantiate what I notice? That you should be able to what? That I should be able to substantiate what I notice. That's not what I said. I said, it is my opinion, and I actually said this very clearly. It's my opinion that if you're telling me that you know something or that you understand something, I'm allowed to, it's my standard, I'm allowed to require of you that you can explain it to me. And if you can't, inside my head, I will, because it's my right to do so, make the following determination about you. If you can't explain to me what you know or how you know it, I don't think you know at all. I think you're probably confused because people are confused all the time. And a hallmark of understanding something, all educators agree about this, is being able to explain it to someone else in simple terms. I agree with most of that. I don't agree with the... Let's say I don't agree with how hard you pressed me. What's my opinion? I, that's how, I think it matters. You, you can disagree. It came off as a bit aggressive. Yep, I probably do come off that way sometimes. Well, not that. It, let's say when we're coming off as aggressive when there is information I'm withholding, that's totally fine. However, 
it seemed like you were getting upset because I told you there is no information I can give you. I'm not withholding information, and you demanded said information. No. How how did that how did that happen? Sorry. I told you. I know. And well, after after I finish this and you you retort, we can go to the next thing. I don't really see much point in this. Um, well, I just I'm not sure what you mean. I told you. I noticed a change in his demeanor. You yes. Asked, what was it? I said I don't know. I noticed a change in his demeanor. Yes, there, I'm saying. I'm saying no, like there is no point. The conversation could go after that. Okay, let me put it to you this way, all right? When you say, I noticed a change in your demeanor, or his demeanor, what you're saying is, right, that you, uh, something grabbed your attention and that you didn't figure out what it was. But I'm saying that information is probably hidden in your memory of the attention grabbing. Maybe if you looked, you could find it. People often can. There's lots of information hidden in our memories that we haven't yet uncovered because our interpretation is blocking it. Okay. So, like, that's, I am annoyed that you're not looking at it because you're saying you already understand it. That's irritating. I never said I understood it. I no, but you are implying you do. I, explicit, you're saying, I explicitly stated that I, tried, that I decided not to do it. No, but that's what I'm saying. Is I'm saying, like, give it another go. Maybe it can be done. Do you not believe it is my right to not do so? Of course, but I'm just saying, I don't understand why you wouldn't keep trying. It's fruitless. I, I don't agree. You might be wrong. I can gain something from anything that I do, so long as I don't partake in anything that is self-destructive. You don't know that it's self-destructive. You could be wrong about it. Yes or I no? Never said it, I never said it was self-destructive. But you're implying it is very directly. I never, I never implied it was self-destructive either. Why are you saying it then? Well, where did self-destructiveness come up if you didn't imply that the thing that we're talking about is self-destructive? Because that is the, the limit wherein by something ceases to be useful. But you're saying that you don't find this useful? No. I, you said... Yeah, so then you're saying it's self-destructive? No, not at all. Well, then how, how does it qualify for not useful? You know, there's always a third option, and people always go no, to... No, there's not. Actually, there's a specific logical law against that. It's called the law of excluded middle. I, I, There's not always a third option. If you phrase the question properly, there are only two options. Either the statement is true or the statement is false. However, I never phrased the question. You phrased Damn. it. Yeah, but no, no, but what I'm saying is that you're saying there's a third option. I'm saying there's not. What's the, the third, third option? option? The third option is the thing I'm about to say now. You misinterpreted my statement. So tell me how. Let's say... And I'm gonna have a. I may stutter with this because I, I have a tendency to block out things when people are when people go on about things that don't add to the conversation. Mm -hmm. Said that. Um, let's say, I said I noticed something about Dr. Peterson's behavior that changed. I intentionally, <clears throat> excuse me, I intentionally chose not to go into it. You asked me why. I said, excuse me. I said because I didn't see any use in it which is not the complete reason. The real reason is that, um, let's say, I enjoyed listening to him, I respected his opinions, and I noticed there was going to be a shift in my opinion of him, so I chose to abstain from, uh, from any further updates so I could preserve him in my memory. But that is not necessarily true. Maybe you're making a prejudgment of him that isn't justified. I have... Let's say... 
I, I won't go into there. Well, let me put it this way. I still follow him. I don't agree with you. And you don't even seem to know what you mean because you said you can't tell me what you noticed about him. I'm saying I've been watching him for ages. I, I think that he's an incredibly educated person and I haven't noticed anything of the sort that you mentioned. I also believe that Sam Harris is an incredibly educated person. So? What is your that point? seems like a non sequitur. Who, who's the uh, person in question? Jordan Peterson. Oh, okay, okay. All right, now my point was pretty simple. I, 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 I believe I believe that the fact that you went into this point into this point of the conversation means that you weren't listening to me. No, you asked what's my point. My point was pretty simple. My point was right. You're mm. saying you noticed that your opinion would change. Now that is actually a prophecy, really. You don't know that. You predicted it was true. You don't know. You can't check it. Because you stopped watching, right? Like, you don't know if your opinion was going to change. You made a prediction, you acted on your prediction, and the prediction could have been wrong. That's a fact. Okay. Yeah, so I'm saying, I didn't make your decision. I didn't stop watching him, and I don't know what you're referring to. So then I say, since I know, I know what, what the, the subject we're talking about is, I watch his videos and stuff, I listen to his lectures, right? I'm asking you, what exactly was it that you noticed? Maybe I can give you some insight on it. And you tell me you don't even know what it is that you noticed. Of course, I'm not. I'm going to regard your opinion as less significant if you can't even explain it. Okay. Well, I'll tell you the little I, the little that happened before my decision. And I'll preface this by saying I've watched at least 200 hours of Jordan Peterson. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said before, I've watched... I've watched the entirety of all the series. I've watched every video on his channel. Except, um, well, I mean, that's like literally impossible, but I would believe you watched at least one lecture series, yeah. I watched all of his lecture series. You can't have watched all of them because he's still making them. You can use some common sense here. If I stopped watching him, but I watched several hours of him, does that mean that I would have to have stopped at some point? I, didn't you say you watched all of it? All of his lecture series. Okay, fine, fine. I, under, I understand. I understand. It's like, uh, uh, can I can I say one thing here? Because I've noticed it. I'm it, just confused. Like it's hundreds yeah, of hours. That's why I was yeah, confused. Can I, can I say one thing here? Let's mm -hmm. say um, there's something called the law and the spirit of the law. You yes. out you outlaw child pornography to protect children. If a if a 14 year old child sends a nude picture to a 14 year old child. Typically speaking, you wouldn't, uh, let's say, you wouldn't be, you wouldn't arrest either children, either child, because you'd be, in, you'd be endangering them more than they're endangering themselves. So let's make, let's make the uh, example more realistic. Um, that that happens. That, that, no, 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 that, stop, 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 stop. That happens, and then um, the photo it remains on the device for two years until both child children are over sixteen, which is over the age of consent in my country, and so then one of them has underage porn. On their phone. By definition, it is underage porn, and they are not underage. What do you say then? Hmm. You think they should go to jail? Interesting, right? Because you said the exact opposite just before. What's the difference between keeping it on your device? I'm not really. It's not like they elicited it when the person was. Uh, of a diff like it wasn't like they got it when they had a an overage underage barrier right 
I don't understand what you're trying to say. So what you're trying I'm trying to ask your opinion on the situation. What is your opinion? Yeah, you just said we should they should go to jail, right? No, I didn't. Okay, what did you say? Sorry, I might have misheard, misheard you. You've been doing that a lot lately. I don't appreciate it. Okay, well, like, your connection's a bit choppy. I'm not doing it on purpose. If my connection is choppy and you've been mishearing me, the last thing you should do is speak over me. Um, okay. Well, I don't feel like that's the main thing I've been doing, but all right. This is all recorded, right? Yeah, of course. And it'll be going up on YouTube. All right, well... If it's something that so pleases you, you can see how how many times it's happened. Okay. Anyway, the point I was trying to make is that we have laws to protect people. Well, I say generally that law is to protect somebody. If you were to if you were to arrest a child for having that, you would be you would not be living up to the spirit of the law. When I said that. Uh, Jesus Christ, what is it that I even said that you that you uh, corrected? Do you remember? Um, I mean, we were talking about the law of non-contradiction and contradictory propositions. That is way behind where I was at. That's where this whole conversation came from. We've been on a digression for like 25 minutes. Well, you see, I feel like this would be a lot nicer conversation if we were if we were speaking in person. She, oh, probably not. I'm pretty disagreeable. That's totally fine with me. There are a lot of there are a lot of things that you would not do if the uh, threat of physical presence was there. That is not accurate. I'm very disagreeable. I'm. That's. I don't think you couldn't you couldn't threaten me into submission. I wouldn't. I wouldn't threaten you into submission. So then there would be nothing about it. I'm telling you, I act exactly this way in person. Ask the people who know me. That's a problem. That's a problem in your opinion. It works out fine. For me. I mean, the, re the reason the reason I say that's a problem is because I'm the exact same way. I had to start working out because I talk too much. I would get into fights with strangers just by being nice to them. Yeah, I mean, I managed to do it without getting bashed. So. <laughs> I mean, let's say you can say it however you like. However, it's true. I do genuinely say too much. I went to one individual. Um, I was speaking. He was sitting with my friend. I sat down. And um, uh, we were speaking for a while, and uh, I, I stopped him mid-sentence, and I said, stop, and he goes, what? And I say, you are a two-faced bastard. He didn't say anything mean. I just saw it. And then he started laughing, and later that night, he admitted to me that he was a killer. And I was like, hey, see, I did see it. I think actually... A, a killer? Yeah, he, he murdered a guy. I feel like you need to add context to that for it to make sense. Well, I was uh, talking to him in private. I asked him about himself, and he admitted to me that he killed somebody. No, but like, how did you get to the two-faced bastard thing? Ah, I just listened to him speak. I don't understand what you're talking about. What are you saying you noticed? About the individual? Yeah, what made you come to the conclusion that he was a two-faced bastard? The way he spoke. I don't feel like what I'm asking you is difficult. Be more specific. He spoke like a two-faced bastard. How is that? How do two-faced bastards speak? You know, I could break something down as far down as yeah, you... Yeah, fucking do. I, I'm pretty clearly asking you to explain yourself. I have no idea how to explain it at this point. I'm just... I'm. I don't understand what you think is happening here. Like, do you think that that is 
do, do you think that that's not it's irrelevant it doesn't mean something i'm telling you like when you can't explain yourself you should take it as a marker that you need to think more about what you think you know i know he's a two-faced bastard how the fuck do you know it have you ever considered that how do you know well, immediately after I told him that, he laughed, said I like... That isn't, that isn't proof. I'm saying, how did you know to say it? I don't have any impulse control, so I just said it. Oh, fuck. Can anybody else explain the question to him? Okay, what caused so like the Noe. impulse? Yeah, so like, Noe, when you say that he was speaking like a two-faced bastard, that means, like, two-faced bastards speak a certain type of way. And, like, wh in what way did it... Does a two-faced bastard speak? Or is it just some feeling that you have? You're like, I feel like he's a two-faced bastard. It's is that what you meant a, to say? It's just a feeling. Okay. Of course, I, okay, can't, so, I, can't, I can't infer that feeling unless he was... I, I don't know. I guess I understand why you didn't admit to that like forthrightly then. Because like that's obviously a terrible evidence to support your conclusion. Yeah, that you have an intuition that something is true is like the bottom tier of evidence. Yeah. I mean, it is, let's say, I, I, I've i been trying to abstain from saying that I have good intuition, but generally speaking, it is very true. I, d I don't care. Intuition this, is this not whole conversation a reliable is... method. Dude, maybe your intuition is wrong, but mine is always correct. I don't believe, I don't believe <laughs> I, my I have an intuition that correct. that's a load of bullshit. Now, let's say... In the, well, in dude, the your same... intuition is at the bottom of the evidence hierarchy. That's the, same... the basis claims from you. In the same outing that I met, in the same outing that I met this particular individual, I also met another girl who I was sitting next to studying. And after I spoke to her for about five minutes, I said, "Stop!" And she goes, "What?" And I said, "You're an engineer, aren't you?" And she goes, "How did you know that?" And I said, "Because the way hey, dude, hey, dude, do you know what an anecdote is?" <laughs> dude, I love it. Do you know um, what an anecdote is? I'm aware of what an anecdote is. Yeah, don't. I don't want to hear about your anecdotes. They don't mean anything. They are not significant. So, like, Noe, every time you get this feeling that someone is a thing, do you always, like, preface it with stop, and then you explain the thing? Or, like, <laughs> say what they are? Oh, no, no, I love, being, I, I love being dramatic. Stop! Yes. Here is what you are. Hold on, hold on. Stop. 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 I think Noe's anecdotes, I think I think Noe's anecdotes are, are amazing because like he told me about this engineer incident and now he's telling me something else that happened on the same app. I know, it's crazy. I've listened to him speak for long enough, I can piece together his entire life. Crowbot, oh, no, no, stop. No, no. You're an asshole. There are people online know my specific sexual preference. Dude, dude, listen. The point is, when we're asking you for reasons, you can't give anecdotes. Okay. They're, like, they're just not valid. Technically. I'll, I'll, I'll end this on one statement. Let's say the, the way that the reason I have confidence in the way that I live my life is because the, the, the beliefs that I have, I project upon the world and I get the result that I was expecting. That's yeah. a faulty line of reasoning. How so? Uh, well, I mean, you said it was your closing statement. Was, we'll have to really get into it, but like, basically, where did your mind come from? If that was the case, I don't believe that you interpreted my statement properly. If that's okay, you. but you said that like the way that the world works is something that you're projecting based on what you think of it. Not necessarily. No. That definitely. Um, look, I, I said it sounded that, I said, like that's I said, what you said. I'll, I'll I'll repeat what I said almost, mm -hmm. and I'll mm -hmm. you get the same response. Otherwise, that yep. would mean some kind of uh, judgment clouding your, mm -hmm. your interpretation. Repeat it <laughs> again. Yeah, issue this the problem in sync. Just to be clear. Could you I repeat said, it? 
the reason I have confidence in the way that I behave is because I project my beliefs onto the world and I get the result I was expecting. Okay, so you project your beliefs onto the world. What does that mean? It means I behave as I it means I behave in a way that is conducive to what I want. That's not what project means, unless you mean world as like the phenomenological experience you have. I you, there is I don't, what does world mean? Have you ever read a a, 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 I won't say that. You're probably a well-read person, but have you never heard someone say that they project their, their behaviors? Yes, on? I know. And I know what they mean, but you're not saying what you mean. I'm asking you, right? When you say that, do you mean the world that you perceive? Like you, the world of perception for you? This is what I was getting into before when I said about the uh, the law and the spirit of the law. Okay, look, here's I my question. I understand. No, 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 you don't. Do you project them onto the world itself, or do you project them onto your interpretation of your experience? Like, is it the the way? There can only there is there the is only an there is only an interpretation. Yeah, that's what I thought you were saying. So then my question is, well, then what's, what's the point of this conversation? What's if, interpreting it? What do you mean? What's interpreting it? What is the interpreter? You said there's only interpretation. Those are two different questions. No, they're not. You said it's on there is only interpretation. Is that not an absolute? Sure. Okay, so then interpretation is the only thing that exists. There is nothing that is objectively real. Correct or incorrect? Incorrect. Well, that, so then there's not just interpretation. Okay. There's objective reality, and then there is interpretation. Do we agree? Sure. Okay, so when you say there is only interpretation, what do you mean? I can only I can only interpret. So you're saying my world is entirely interpretation. Yes. Yeah, that's called phenomenological experience, right? That's distinct from the world itself. Is that not what you thought I meant? I tried to clarify it with you and you said no. Well, do you think I've contradicted myself in this 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 bout? Yes, uh, yeah, definitely. Just five, in the last five minutes, you definitely contradicted yourself. How so? Because I asked you a question about what you meant, because I thought I understood you, and you told me a couple of times that I wasn't understanding you, but we got to my conclusion, and I did understand you. I think you let something slip by there. Well, what do you think? I still like, said I still said there's only interpretation, and then I also no, said, you didn't. Yeah, I did. There is only there is only has a specific meaning. It means there are no other things. You can't say there is also. There is only precludes you your ability to say that. It depends on who's saying it. No, it doesn't. There is only precludes there is also. Words are special for him. Logically speaking, if you say there is only, you cannot also say. There is also. It doesn't make any sense. Aye, aye. Okay. I'll change it then. Also, here's the... I'm not sure if it's me. I just... I speak so much more colorfully than you want me to. No, you... I, I don't have a problem with the color. I have a problem with the unnecessary baggage that is supporting some of your color.
it's 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 hard for me not to speak the way that I do. I want you to know this. I want you to know that I'm 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 comporting to I'm comporting to your style of speech to, to I appreciate it. To comfort you. Also because you I, you I think that's a little condescending, but I appreciate it. I mean I it is condescending because it's not true. I could leave. Um I don't want to. Um also it's not because I'm trying to comfort you, it's because uh you demand more from people than I do. So <laughs> if I want to stay then I have to give in to your demands. Yeah. Anywho. So, um, did you want to restate it without the... I don't even know what I was saying. <laughs> so you said there is only interpretation. What's the, what's the proper way to say that? I don't understand. What's the proper way Oh, say? wait a minute. Are you saying um, the only world that I have access to is, is entirely interpretation? Is that what you're saying? Yes, that's what I was saying. Uh, okay, there we go. So that that's not at all the same as there is only interpretation, by the way. Okay, sure. I'm um, okay. I'm happy you got that. I didn't. First of all, I've I've been intentionally the whenever I say something and then you don't get the meaning, and I, I've I've been intentionally not explaining it the best I can because I I I don't want to. It's partly because I want to know if I'm stupid or if you're just not saying it. What's your conclusion so far? I don't know. See, the thing is, is I've been in, been in many Discord servers, and there have been times where I've been shouted down and told I'm retarded for upwards of 40 minutes to an hour and 30. I'm a very patient individual, so I, I, I can sit down and talk to a banshee for, for that long. But mm -hmm. And sometimes after that conversation, I'll find wrong and I was wrong and sometimes after those conversations I'll find out that they were wrong and that they were they tacitly admitted it in other conversations I always directly admit it I I don't say anything I don't believe to be true and so there's nothing to admit during a conversation no but I can be mistaken about something and say something that I don't mean well do you believe that I've done so during this conversation no, I'm saying that's what I do. Whenever I do that, do you believe that I've made any admittances of being Maybe. wrong during this conversation? No, but I do believe that you've made mistakes that you're not seeing. That is a fair, uh, a fair assumption. Well, it's not an, assu <coughs> it's not an assumption. It's a, an observation or an evaluation. <clears throat> well, anyway. And I don't know the point of all these things. What I really want... Right, well, I'm just trying to get to the bottom of what you think, right? So, we were talking about God originally, right? You want to defend the Bible? Not really, no. Uh, I was hoping that someone would say, I don't know the Bible, and I would say, I don't either. And then we could not do that. <laughs> Interesting. I, I really dislike hearing um, uh, atheists uh, argue against the Bible. I dislike being spoken at uh, in that regard. You're a bit submissive then? Masochistic. Like, no, I'm not masochistic. I can just listen to opinions I don't believe with. I don't believe. Yeah, and... yeah, of course. I was just, you know, because you uh, enjoy it, right? I don't enjoy it. I. <laughs> you did say it's... that, though. I don't enjoy it. You did say that, though. I like listening to opinions. I don't like... Yeah, the... no, I appreciate that. Well, but also... I, don't like, I don't like the fact that it has to come from these people. That's a good clarification, but you did say it. Okay. 
Also, I just want to say this, right? After I say I like the after I after I before I clarify it, at the point of contradiction, I don't know if it's a thing that you do specifically in in debate, but I think that you know what I mean. You like? No, I don't. I don't. I'm autistic about the meanings of words. That's what makes me so good at this particular thing is that I read and hear only exactly what the words you're using mean. So the things that you think. So see, that's, that's, that's the thing is because there's a logical conclusion from the statement that I've no, said. No, I don't agree. I think no. that when, listen, when there are words in your statement that are ambiguous, the fact that I'm confused demonstrates that to be the case. If they were not ambiguous, I couldn't get confused, right? And so when I ask you questions that clarify it, that's me working through the ambiguity that was inherent in the thing you said to begin with. I'll just take that. All right. I'll take that. Okay. And so, understanding that, and I know I'm a confusing individual. That's not, and that's not just you know a thing that I do with you. Um, no, I, it's okay. I don't, I, it's, I, don't, I don't have a style I'm, of speech or even understanding things that isn't strange to others. Like for instance, the way that I came about the way that I came about believing in God, which is apparently how most people become atheists. Um, how sorry? Economics. Economics is how. Feminist videos and economics. I don't think that is how. Yeah. No, I don't think so. I read the. Let's say I didn't. Didn't you hear that the? Or was that somewhere else? Anyway, I'll, I'll say it again. I watched those feminist wrecked videos. I well, just, that's how you became atheist. How do you know that's how other people do? No, I said that's how I became Christian. Okay. Yeah. No, but you said, but, but apparently that's how most people became atheist. Yes. How do you come to that conclusion? Whenever I speak to someone, they always say that they became atheists because they read, they read, uh, let's say, they read something contradictory, something else, okay. took, something else took their, something else took that spot, or they came to the logical conclusion that it was not true. That doesn't sound like what you originally said. Sure, it doesn't. It isn't. <laughs> I just don't understand why you said that. That's how they usually come to the conclusion of atheism. You no, instinct. You don't understand. He's intentionally doing this. But I mean, I just don't understand what he thinks I'm supposed to be following. Well, there is a main storyline here, but you're derailing it. What's the main storyline? <laughs> That's a very good question, and you're derailing it. How am I derailing it? Well, let's see if you can pick that up. Why don't you try to give me a hint? If I gave you a hint, what would you learn? I mean, it seems like you might be trolling, but I'm really I'm not I'm not trolling you. This is just how I here's the thing is uh, I'm uh, let's say. Well, look, here's what I think. I think that if um, if you had something serious to say and you're saying that I'm derailing the plot that you want the conversation to have, but you're not going to tell me what you want to do. I'm not really sure what you want from me. Well, this is what I want from you. What I want from you is to... I want to slam my head on the same door until it opens. What? I'm confused. What do you mean? Do you know anything about the Buddhist religion? Yeah. How do the Buddhists teach? Well, um... Talking. Um, no. The Buddhists that, do not talk at all. That is not true. 
No, what the Buddhists do is well, it depends on which Buddhist you're talking about. If you're talking about, I'm talking about like Buddha. Buddha, he taught by talking. If you're talking about, let's say, if you're talking about the Buddhists that, live so you're talking about denominational Buddhism. Sure. So why would you like generalize from denominational Buddhism to Buddhism in general? Like Buddhism is the emulation of the Buddha. You know that, right? I'm aware. Yeah, so the Buddha. So you just did, did that to I, see if you could pick it up and sing. I don't. I don't know. No, in this case, no. That's the exact opposite of what I've been made aware of. Well, but the so Buddha I'm, did speak. Oh I'm no! Telling you. He, yeah, he spoke. Of course, the man spoke. He spoke quite a bit. He spoke. He explained the things that he thought. That's how we have Buddhism, my dude. I am going to come back to you on that. I don't. Well, know. I, I have looked into it. Trust me. I've looked into it as well. That's where that's where our point of contingent. Well, I'll give you one example of something the Buddha said. The Buddha said that metaphysical speculation is a waste of time because you cannot know anything about it. For instance, that's something that the Buddha did say. Okay, in context to what? In context to someone asking him about where the universe came from. He said that it's a pointless question. You know what? what? You know what? I really don't. Actually, you know what? I'm off of work for two weeks. I can read a couple books on Buddha. Okay. I'm going to come back to you with this and you'll be like, who are you? And also, I don't care. If that happens, once again, I'm going to Kurt Cobain myself. Yeah, that, that doesn't really happen with me. <laughs> well, at worst, I'll just give you a long... You know, also, I feel really stupid reading a book than reciting it to someone. That, that feels like the, the dumbest thing I could possibly do. Why is that? Person who read that book had to have come to that conclusion. Pardon? The, anyone who writes a book has to have come to their conclusions, unless it's a historical. Unless it's a. Not necessarily. They could be writing about uh, what they know now about how little they know now. For instance. You know what? You could have said, or a book about historical fact. Well, I mean, historical fact is like about coming. Like, but conveying conclusions that have been come to. That's what you mean when you say fact, presumably. Yep. Yeah, well, that is... I've been, not, I feel like, I've been not blowing my nose the entire time I'm here because it would hurt my head to get up. Nice. Okay. Well, to conclude this conversation, this, this lovely mm -hmm. conversation, what have you learned about me so far? Um, <clears throat> seem to, you seem to, from what I can tell, um, say things that you don't really believe in, um, in an attempt to check whether or not other people can detect it, and then mix that in with your actual opinions so that you don't have to justify yourself properly. No. That's my experience so far. Well... You said I say things I don't believe in. No, you said yeah. I said you definitely said yeah. You definitely say some things you don't believe in for sure. I don't think I said anything I don't believe in. Okay, well, 
I've said things I mean, that I, I said things that I believed in, and then have been you, okay. Let me put it. Let me put it more precisely. Sorry, um, you employ deceit by pretending not to know what I'm talking about. Better? No, because you're the one that's been more confused about what I'm talking about. No, you admitted to doing it on purpose. I think that's what. Uh, uh, that's called deceit. I think that's what Stacy said. Same. I know, but it's called deceit. That's what I would call trolling, by the way. So I don't know what you're saying when you're saying you're not trolling. I never made the positive statement that I do things to be deceitful. That was. <sighs> I don't really care. I think it's accurate. It seems to represent you. Well, that seems very hurtful, friend. I mean, look, I'm saying that when you make certain arguments, you definitely admitted personally that you are being ignorant to what I'm talking about on purpose. You did say that yourself. Can you give me context? No, I'll have to go back and listen to the recording, but I know you said it. Interesting. Like, you, I think the context was like, you said, um, most of the time when I'm doing this, I'm like, um, I don't know what you said. It was either like being obstinate or ignorant or something on purpose so that um, I, I don't think you actually got to a conclusion. I think you got cut off. But the inference that I made was so that you could see how I responded to it and whether or not I could tell you what you were doing wrong. No, that was that was. It, that was when Stacy spoke for me. That wasn't my statement. No, no, no. I'm saying that's the conclusion I came to before Stacy said anything about it. Okay. Well, see, that's two people speaking for me now. Wonderful. Okay, so why don't you speak for yourself? I never really was going to rebut that. Or uh, not rebut it. I was well, never... No, but I'm asking you to. You just said it was other people speaking for you. All speak right. Well, let's see here. When I say things, I say things like this. I'll say something. I'll say that the reason I went on about the immovable object and unstoppable force was because there's, if you're in conversation and something seems to be contradictory, I've always, I've always been able to find that there's a, there's a line of logic that leads it to not contradict itself. For instance, if the, if the unstoppable force goes through the, sorry, if the immovable, if the unstoppable force goes through the immovable object, it would no longer, it, you know, they, not, neither of the, the constraints that both of these forces have been given would be contradicted. And so I don't, I don't really um, think that you're like being faithful to the, to the intended semantic interpretation of force and object in, in that context. No, no, I'm not. But I'm also, I'm, the thing is, is I'm holding um, the, I'm holding the principal rule of these objects over the, 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 um, the physical limitations of them. No, but I'm saying, like, you can't do that and still make sense because, like, the whole point is you're modeling physical things. That's your problem. No, no, I'm saying, like, when you propose things, are you not proposing a possible thing? Here's one thing I've noticed about you, is when I asked you to tell you about me specifically because I know about me. Now, Of course. Now, when I told you that you were wrong... Your first, your the first thing you said was no. What I meant to say was, as if the you in the initial statement because it's the it's yeah the, because you asked me to formulate it on the spot yeah. and I didn't like get it. Well, then quite what's right. then what's wrong with saying okay, that's wrong. I'll readjust. What's wrong with doing that immediately? I I thought that that's what I did say. My apologies, mate. 
Well, it's the thing is, is the the choice of words you use is for sure, for sure. But now you're bringing it up, and I clarified, and I feel like continuing to go on about it is a waste of time. Hello. So continue. <laughs> 